Hey there, welcome to Wikipedia Club. Did you know we're sponsored by Remedy Coffee? You didn't? Well, here you go. They're located in North Knoxville. They're on Tyson Street, and I've got the co-owner right here with me. That's the co-owner. His name is Zach Hill, and you can see him at Remedy Coffee. What's the street address? 800 Tyson Street. Pulling up in that new toy, the wrist on that boy, rock star like Pink Floyd, waving that rude boy, I'm waving at you boy, ran off on the plug too like True Goy, imagine me do boy, you could never do what I do boy, still ducking shit that I did boy, niggas in Paris for a hit boy, these ain't the same type of hits boy, shit can get litter than lit boy, you don't take these type of risks boy, cause this boy been throwing that D like rich boy, you Miss boy, your numbers don't add up on the blow. That was 10 years ago. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Wikipedia Club. We're back. Another episode. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Pusha T. All right, all right, all right. We're already going to crown him the winner of this uh, big beef, right? It's not a beef. It was very one-sided. It was a that was a straight. It was murder. a beef. It was a beef for about twelve hours on Twitter. Okay, when you have a okay, when you start off the beef with a song named Duppy Freestyle, you've already lost. Did you do you know what Duppy means? No, I don't. Care. I don't either. But it's apparently Jamaican, which is yet another example of Drake just blatantly appropriating Jamaican culture for yeah, no reason at all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a guy from Toronto and or Memphis. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he's I'm just glad this, he's traveled. Yeah, he's traveled because he's lived this nice little cushy life since he was in a, a little wheelchair for Degrassi. Like, <laughs> I just I have I have nothing to say about this because I hate him more than any celebrity or pop culture star or just anybody in general. What about him exactly like. irks you this much? Um, well, because I, I don't like him either, but I don't have like a searing hatred for him. Yeah, really. I, I do. So first and foremost, I think that he has no character. Uh, and I say this through multiple ways. One, as we've seen, he abandoned a child after he himself was abandoned as a child by his father. Yeah. Line of the year. You are hiding a child. Yeah, exactly. You are, he is hiding a child and not supporting that child. And I don't care how embarrassing it is. Well, Wait. you took TMZ did report on Friday Maybe it was Thursday. Either one that Drake is sending like monthly checks, like child support checks, but, but it not, does, not le- like not legal forced child support checks, but just. But Pusha had it right. Even though she's a porn star, you did it. This yeah, is, this like, is on you. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, she's still a make human this being. Any less bad. For she's him. still a human being. So well, I guess for the two people who don't know about this, because I on my Wednesday night walk after work, I had to call my mom and explain to her the Pusha T versus Drake beef in full yeah. detail. And she was uh, absolutely enamored with it. Mm. Um, Wait, I didn't get to finish why I don't like Drake. Okay, finish why you don't like Drake. This is going to be the next five minutes. So uh, That's fine. Uh, so he has no character. He hit a child. He hid, not hit. He probably hit him too. Um, Rumors. But he hid a child. He is not treating his 
the the mother of his child with respect. Right, and so, we should, obviously we should clarify uh, the woman being Sophie. It's like Sophie Brousseau. I can't say like her that. last name. It's, Sophie yeah, B. I, but she's like a former a former current. Yeah, no, well, she has to be former. She's pregnant. Former porn star or was pregnant. She might be uh, uh, known as Sophie Knowns better on Instagram. I only know this because it is said in the Pusha T diss. Yeah. So uh, not that I've been looking this up. So that's one way that I don't. The other way. Um, I, I agree with Pusha before he said this, but that Drake has not ever stood up for anything culturally significant. So yes, Pusha T said on Thursday that Drake has at no point in time stood up for serious black issues, which I also agree on because you notice on, so there's a song he did called 30 for 33 freestyle back in 2015, where he mentions about, uh, people want him to talk about black issues, but he can't because he's scared of offending his fan base. It's like the rap version of when Michael Jordan said Republicans buy shoes too. It's like, what does that really mean? Uh, yes, I I agree with all of that. Um, I think I don't know. This is this is my thing. I feel and I said this earlier is I feel very similarly to Drake as I do to Jay Z and Beyonce, as far as social sta- social issues okay. goes, is that they never had really much of an opinion other than what they think is going to be popular at the current time. They've they've never actually like act to me at least they've never campaigned and been activist for a certain issue unless they see it as helping their career. Right. I mean, I mean like Jay Z did hold. I guess it was Jay Z and Beyonce that did hold like the. I think it was either a day or two before the 2016 launch, and they held a benefit concert for Hillary. Yeah, but obviously that's, worked really well. I mean, but again, but again, they supported like they were on the hit. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's. That was that was that's the easiest thing to do. being anti-Trump in 2016 was the easiest opinion to have. Yeah, I mean it didn't have. require much energy. Yeah, it, it was it was super easy. So I don't even care about that. But I feel the same way about Drake. Another thing that says about his character is his NBA fandom and that he just bounces around to whoever he thinks is going to like win the champ. Like he has no true fandom in the NBA, which I, I actually will disagree with that. He seems to be pretty solidly for the Raptors, but it's college uh, basketball where his fandom jumps. No, around. but he also is very, very pro LeBron. That's and he yes. wants to be buddies with LeBron. And if you are a Raptors fan, you cannot be a LeBron fan. Yep. Those things have to be mutually exclusive. Given the way the last few seasons have ended for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Is like you can't be a cat like you can't be a Cavs fan, which he when the Cavs didn't let him into the locker room, that was a big deal. And I think that, that did hurt him. When he tried to get in the locker room after they won the finals, um, but yeah, I so I don't think that he, it, um, I I think that says a lot to about his character as a human being too is that he can't take a stance on anything. But the kicker of all of this, which is like reason what am I on reason number twenty four now, is his 18th music. Eighteenth of all, it's like that Kanye rant yeah. about Wiz Khalifa. Eighteenth of all, yeah, exactly is his music is the worst music that I've ever listened to in my entire life. I would rather listen to Rebecca Black cover an acoustic cover of her song Friday. I was going to ask, you lived through Nickelback, right? Yeah. I would any of this I would rather listen to than Drake Drake's terrible, 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 terrible music. It is boring, it is surface level. There's no uh emotional or social capacity to any of his lyrics. Um it's one of the most bland and under, uninspired sounds that I've ever heard. And it really makes me feel for the future of this country that Drake is even close to being famous. Okay, well, you feel strongly about it, I gather. 
it's like one of those whenever you do those scenarios and you're like if i could murder three people with no repercussions who would i murder um you don't want to say that because nobody wants to actually think through this they're like oh you're a terrible person who's like okay of course i'm not gonna murder anybody but if i had to it would be drake you see but no it would be way funny if you named like three widely agreed upon lovable people oh uh, like drake and like who, barack was, obama. yeah i was gonna say obama <laughs> everybody love which i'm not gonna murder obama but that would be um or just say somebody very... What's the three people you'd like to kill most? Oh, just the three most beloved people in the United States. Oh, yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. No. I couldn't do with that. No, gosh. Okay, let's, let's recap for the people who don't know. Spush right. T put out an album last Friday on good music called Daytona. It is produced by Kanye. Mm-hmm. Already a little problematic because of Kanye's uh, behavior over the last six weeks. That's okay. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the album as a whole real quick. Uh, I think that album is phenomenal. It's really good. Kanye, I love Kanye as a rapper, and I think that he has fundamentally changed the rap game forever. But I think that he is by far the best producer around. Yeah, like music, his musicality is unmatched by any other working yeah. producer, like before or since. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Like, I mean, everything that he does, and I don't want to take anything away from Push either because. He also is incredible on that album. Like Kanye didn't have a week to produce Push's diss track, and that track is awesome. Like yeah. so, his so a lot of the things like you do, on you that do know album, Push's diss track is the beat for Jay Z's "The Story of OJ," right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying is like that that was just him working walking into the studio and saying I'm going to record a diss track. As far as I know, unless he had that locked and loaded, which after, would be after, awesome. After he did Lexus Nexus deep web research work on Drake. We'll get to that in a second, but like we, like we said, we like Daytona a lot. I think the first two songs are going to end up being two of the like four or five best songs See, of the year. I like um, "Come Back, Baby." That's my "Come Back, Baby." Is that's, baby. That song is we amazing. Millions. play are both instant elite songs like instantly two of the like few best in pushes catalog with clips or as see, a solo i think act. infrared is incredible too like infrared when, is really so infrared is the song that starts this beef or i guess yeah. really ratchet stuff and it's so. really just like it's really just the one line too well, which again that's like another reason that i hate drake is because he doesn't even have the more like the musical fortitude to write his own songs well so that so the reference is it says it was written like nas but it came from quentin quentin miller has been rumored for years to be drake's ghostwriter he definitely is drake can't drake i mean even though his but that's but that's not the only line so it goes on to talk about because if you remember drake assigned to young money which birdman runs Mm -hmm. he referenced birdman's nickname is baby yep uh and he he says uh he see what i see when you see wayne on tour flash out the fire another multi-platinum rapper trapped and can't retire so people thought that was a reference to Lil wayne but it could just as easily be a reference to drake right I mean, yeah, it could, it could because be. Because it's not like Drake's live shows exactly have pop in them when you look at them on YouTube. I don't ever want to look that up on I, YouTube. I've watched a couple out of curiosity based on this. I mean, like, I mean, if, if you want to find another popular artist to compare to, just like in terms of widely beloved people, Taylor Swift puts on a much better live show than he does. Yeah, I mean. Most rappers put on a much better live show than Drake does. I put does. a better live show than Drake does when I go to the bathroom. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, that's so that's where that starts. 
But the the main point is we like this Daytona album a lot. Uh, I want to say thank you to Pusha T for finally making an album that references auto racing. I've been waiting for a long time to have a NASCAR <laughs> album, and I finally got one. And uh, apparently NASCAR has a lot to do with cocaine. So uh, this is news to me, but I'm going to keep researching and figuring out my fandom. I mean, yeah, the, one of the tougher realizations I had when I became an adult was that half the people I know do cocaine. Interesting. That's not as prevalent in my small town. It's, it's not. It's not half. But people, it's way more people, than I people in small town, Middle Tennessee, just they go to the the store. They get a twenty four pack of Bush Light. They drink it in three hours, and then they yell at each other about which nineties wrestler was better. Honestly, um, that sounds like an incredible night. Yes, it's just with Hunter. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we like this album. Where would you put it so far for your twenty eighteen? I don't know. I generally like to digest things uh, a little bit more. I would say yeah, that it's... That, that's, it's I, I want to go ahead and say up top, before we do the Kanye podcast here in a bit, um, I know, I'm not going to rank the Kanye album yet. I'm not even sure I'm ready to give it I don't a grade. Think, I don't, yeah, and I don't think I could do either that But, but for, da- Daytona is actually pretty easy to digest, I would say. It is. And I li- the first, my, on first listen, I was like, I love this. I would, pro- I would put it top five, but it's tough to say for me because... I love that it's short, but that's also a detriment, I think. See, I think it's a bonus because for, and I, and I made this comment on Twitter the day it came out, we, we've had this uh, unfortunate surge for the last few years of, it's like we're reliving the 90s where every album is getting so much longer. Like the, the big Migos album earlier this year was 90 minutes. That's too long. Uh, I mean, there's been plenty of, like Kendrick's, I, I mean, we love To Pimp a Butterfly, but that album was 78 minutes long. Yeah, like and it deserved most of that length. But the point is, a lot of people are trying to make these really long albums, just like they were in the '90s when they realized you can fill 74 minutes on a CD. Yeah, and so to see to see an album purposely be this short, Pusha T's album is 21 minutes. Yeah, that's but barely all of an EP. these. All of these good music tra- um, albums are about to be seven songs. Yeah, which so, is great. Yeah, and I like that. But at the same time, it's like. I do like having the ability to digest an album. I would like for it to be... I think the max album length is an hour. I think that's the... I honestly think outside of about four or five artists right now, the max album length should be 45 minutes. Yeah. But it's but that's why I hesitate. Like June 1st was a, was a great day for me. That was a phenomenal yeah, day. Same that's for me too. Two, like two of my top five, top ten artists released albums. Honestly, me too. But like, we have a different uh, second artist. One O Tricks Point Never is one of my very favorites, and he put out his new album. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's not. I don't know if we'll have enough widespread interest for a One O Tricks pod. I have okay. I have zero interest because I don't know anything about that. Okay, well I'll send it over. It's not. I have interest, a Dropbox. But I have zero knowledge. I don't have zero interest. I have. Well, it's mm. encouraging that you're willing to hear it. I'm always willing to try new things. That's good. It's 2018. We open now. Yeah, we're, we're open minded. Yeah, we respect women. Uh, um, you respect women. That's true. I do still. Always. I, 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 Women. I'm from small town East Tennessee, baby. I'm a Republican. <laughs> Republicans don't respect women. Haven't you listened to the rhetoric for hey, the last this is true. 10 years? Also, only, discla- only 10. disclaimer, I am registered Republican, but have not voted Republican in a long time, and I do respect women. Thank you. Um, Daytona would be number two for me behind the Go Team album, which is going to be the best album I still haven't been able to digest Father John Missy's album and everybody keeps telling me that it's incredible but I just haven't figured it out yet yeah 
But anyway, I, my two picks are the first two songs, which are both excellent. You pick Comeback Baby and Infrared. I do want to I, give a little shout out to What Would Meek Do, which yeah, is a I was going to say, I was going to say that song is incredible, but I can't tell if I like that song just because Kanye just goes nuts on it, or I like the beat on it. It's got like this weird watery sample on it that sets it apart from the rest of the album. Santeria is good too. Yeah, I, I like that one. Um, it's I'll, a little. It ends a little weirdly, but I still. Yeah. It's still like. I will say that I told you about this earlier is. That the the uh, if you know you know performance on Jimmy Kimmel is I hate late night shows in general, but yeah. late night show performances are also especially bad. But I heard he push, tore it up. But Pusha T killed it. Mm-hmm. Like the camera, it wouldn't have been good live. If you were there in person, it would have been okay. But for watching it on TV, it was incredible. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be sure to watch it as soon as possible. But the the point is, we like the song a lot, and so. He put that little Drake bit in at the end, and people immediately picked up on it. Of like, okay, pushes, you know, sending a little bit of a diss towards Drake. But it's the oldest trick in the book because people have been saying Drake's had a ghostwriter for as long as Drake has had a career. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't exactly like an especially potent line by Pusha, and and like the stuff about Birdman hogging money. No, that, it, that's pretty. For like, it to well started a beef is like so childish on Drake's part. What a but. So my well, I guess we'll get into this at the end. My my overarching theory is that Pusha baited him into it. Oh yeah, but Pusha—that's why I say like it would be awesome if Pusha or had already recorded that track. Yeah, like if he had that locked and loaded for like I'm gonna I'm gonna launch it because yeah. Oh, that's what all the memes that were floating around were. Drake, he's like Drake's like, well, uh, you're what? What did he do? He oh. Uh, you didn't sell drugs like yeah. you say you did. And then Push is like, well, you're hiding a kid. Yeah. And your producer is about to die from MS. Yeah. So well, let's talk about Drake's response to infrared, which is called Duppy Freestyle. As I mentioned, a, a Jamaican word, which again, Drake appropriates what do you Jamaican, really think uh, of the nigga that's language, your which is just I've done part of the course right now. I don't understand quite why, other than I guess he really likes Bob Marley or whatever. He doesn't like Bob Marley. He's about 10 years behind. I'm thinking that's cool. He's 10 years behind. He's a lot of years behind on everything. Here, I'm, I'm that made no sense. I'm going to lyrics and read up some of them. Because, I mean, we'll play it with this too, but you have to hear some of the lines that go with it to make a little sense because uh, he talks about uh, Push's drug dealing career slash history uh, and he says uh, you might have been selling drugs to kids in Mercedes but you actually here selling for Escobar in the 80s which probably a little true like it's probably in the middle somewhere because like none of us really know what Pusha did drug wise yeah, I mean but it's also like a who cares and b People around Pusha T have like been arrested and put in jail for 30, 40 years for their actions. Yeah, it's Drake. So it's Drake's want to talk about making fun of you for acting hard. Drake, are you kidding me? From the moment like you were thirteen, you were stuck in a wheelchair playing a little kid on a teen TV show. It's like you grew up with money. You have no connection to reality, and you want to feel what Pusha T has lived. Yeah. So and then he goes in the immediate lines after says I had a microphone of yours but then the signature faded I think that pretty much resembles what's been happening lately. Fair again that like push it probably hasn't really been on the mainstream spotlight since 2013 when he put out My Name Is My Name, and that he hasn't had like as much mainstream run since Clips. But all people were talking about on May 25th was Daytona. Yeah. 
Because if you, I mean, you may not know this because you probably, I don't think you're a fan, and I'm not really either. But ASAP Rocky came out with a new album that same day. No one was talking about it because everyone yeah, was listening Daytona. to Daytona. Yeah. Nobody, I, I saw barely a single mention of that ASAP Rocky album, which is crazy to me because Rocky was one of like the five biggest rap stars as recently as three years ago. Yeah, I mean, he even started acting. Yeah. Because of it. That's how. So, I mean, like, it's it's wrong to say that Pusha is suddenly, you know, washed again because it's clear that he's had a little bit of a come up this year already. So, that was that. And that was that was the deal where instantly people were like, oh, uh, Pusha got slammed on this. Drake had some great lines. How's Pusha going to respond? And it's like, you know, fine, whatever. Like, I didn't hear the song until a couple of days after. So, obviously, I think... My my issue with all of this is always like if you're involved in the Twitter take culture, like obviously you're going to believe something is way more important than it really is the second it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, just just like people, and I like I've said, like we've both said, we really like the Daytona album, but people are acting like it's one of the best rap albums of all time. It's just very good, and that's fine. It doesn't yeah. have to be elite or a masterpiece. It's just very good. Yeah, that's okay. But like people had to trick themselves into thinking this duppy freestyle is like one of the greatest rap disses ever like it was a take me no, or a, a, a hit him up or a takeover an ether but like the, one he's just making boring points yeah it's like no, it's, no, again, no, what, it's like what i said earlier with drake it's like he's not very creative he like it's very safe it's just that's so boring i agree and, and, but like and the thing is none of this really this probably honestly would have just passed by push just Without a second thought, if in this point in this song, uh, Drake mentions pushes fiance, fiance by name yeah. Virginia Williams, and so that cracks the door open for some personal insults, and that thankfully gave us the story of Adidon, which is IMO JMO Tifu, instant top five to ten diss track of all time, maybe higher. Yeah, I think Dennis, I mean, it's nasty. A Steve Harvey suit nigga made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. Her baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come just, home. Dead I mean, beat, motherfucker playing border patrol. And so, a, a, a quick disclaimer up top from me. A lot of people on Twitter, especially, mostly Drake stands, were saying, Pusha went too far, you can't say this, you can't say 40, the producer's dying of MS, fair, whatever. You, you can't say uh, stuff about the kid. It's like these people don't remember when uh, Jay-Z did the takeover or when Hit'em Up was like actively I mean, advocating for people to die. I was Tupac literally got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is, this is nothing compared to what it used to be. Yeah. And I hate, I always hated the stuff about where people who are alive for the 90s stuff would say, Oh, it's not the same. You, these rappers are all soft now. And now I think I kind of believe it because people think Pusha T versus Drake is like an instant top three rap beef of all time. No, it's, it's just that it's we've been boring. so starved for a good rap rivalry that we finally got one, and now we're overreacting a little, and that's okay. We've needed one. Yeah, it's no, it's boring. Um, overall, Pusha elevated 
but Drake's participation in this was very boring. So in this in this Pusha song, obviously we've talked about the uh, the the overarching themes of it, which is that Drake's hiding a secret child. Drake's producer is gonna die soon. I guess I didn't know that. Um, all this different stuff, and it's crazy because. The now somebody on Twitter mentioned this, but also then they talked about it the next day on a couple radio shows. Um, when uh, Pusha named this a story of added on, uh, Drake had reportedly planned on a signing with Adidas, which is a big deal because both Kanye and Pusha are signed to Adidas uh, via Yeezy, and B Drake was going to name his new uh, clothes release Adidon. Because his son is named Adonis, and Adidas plus Adonis equals Adidas. Yeah, because he was which, going to use his son to further his career. Again, yes, he has no and, real and stance Pusha makes he this point that him. why are you putting your son out there? Why are you making it known that you have a son only because you want to sell T-shirts and shoes? Which is you. Can, I mean, it's hard to defend that if you're a Drake you fan. You can't defend it because yeah. that's true. And it's funny because so. One thing that actually stood out to me most, obviously, is the blackface cover photo. Pusha went in hard. Pusha went in harder than anybody who's gone in on another rapper in years. Because, you know, a lot, I don't think anyone really knew this photo existed for the most part, right? I had never heard of it. Because, because Drake would have gotten crucified for it earlier. I don't feel like anybody's... But maybe it's just because no one's bothered to Google Drake blackface. Because we thought that might be just beyond the pale. Uh, but or maybe it just got buried in the search results. But there it is. It's a real photo. He, it's not a joke. Like he posed for that for that company, and you know what? Whatever the message may be behind it is you know varying. But what, what, like, what was your first thought when you saw that photo? Did um, you think it was photoshopped? No, I never thought it was photoshopped. One, it's just really uncomfortable. The paint job is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Two, I think my first thought of it was, when was this taken? But it doesn't matter. This was definitely Drake trying to do a political stunt. Yeah. Like, I never, like, you don't, like, I mean, I don't see Drake as you're more or less black than anybody. You're just black. So. Yeah, I mean, he, like, no one. But at the same time, again, it's like, he's never been an advocate for just about any human rights whatsoever. So... That just to me, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Well, this doesn't mean anything because um, he has never taken a political stance of worth of of value, and so he's just trying to be cool." And so, but that's just me being not caring about Drake at all. Yeah, and, but like like we said, the song goes in. It talks about the uh, aforementioned hidden child. Pusha literally says, you are hiding a child. He stops the verse and just like delivers it like he's delivering a sermon. You are hiding a child. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. And so like, he goes through, because apparently this child and Sophie, the porn star, are in France, where they've, I guess, been exiled to or whatever. And that's the, that's the border yeah, Trump, patrol mention. Trump's, Trump's sending everybody away. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... I think this is fascinating as a whole because finally, not only do we have a good rap rivalry, we've had one that's gone beyond just surface level stuff to these people. Yeah, I expect, each I expect Drake to try to murder Push. That's not a lie. I fully expect Drake to overreact because he's so soft. 
Because if you've noticed on Twitter today, this Saturday, June 2nd, a lot of people are clamoring for Drake's response, and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, because I don't nothing, think it's going to happen. Come back with, it's like, been four days. And they're, they're having Governor's Ball in New York today, and uh, I just read from Complex where the, the crowd, push is about to go in in 20 minutes, the crowd is chanting, F Drake, F Drake. Oh. So, like, this is a real flashpoint for him, I think. You know, people, it's been a long time since we've had a rap rivalry that's actually been serious. Uh, like, this could affect Drake's standing amongst his fans. Yeah. Not not amongst the general public who will like whatever he does no matter what just because they hear it on the radio, but amongst like people who have been there for a while. Like if he doesn't respond to this in a timely fashion and doing something that A makes sense and B actually hits push on a personal level, he's lost. Mm-hmm. And it probably is over. But do you have anything else on this? No, I'm uh, I'm done. All right, Bob, you have anything on Pusha T versus Drake? Yes. This is uh, uh, Bob Smith guest star. Don't put pictures of yourself in blackface on the internet. And it, somebody out there should go about just Google image searching every celebrity with blackface, just in case. Yes, I think, just to make sure. Yeah, I'm sure you could find someone out there and cause a big squabble. It would be awesome. So, good luck. It would be a really good day on Twitter. <laughs> if like, Think about if Macklemore ever did blackface. Lord, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it would be over for him real quick. But... Just a quick summary. We love Daytona. We don't like Drake. Uh, We love the story of Addie Don. And shout out to Virginia Williams.